Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode please take a minute to give us a rating in your apple or google store now on to this week's episode it's friday it's time for another episode of the garage rock show podcast season two episode number 24 friday june 19th 2020 this episode we got lots of things to talk about guys including riot fest rescheduling their uh show for 2020 and now they've announced a partial lineup for 2021 We'll get to that. Also, Ozzy giving us an update on his recovery. Deftones announced their plans for the 20th anniversary of their album, White Pony. Ace Freely of Kiss announces a COVID-friendly tour for later this year. Papa Roach streaming 20th anniversary of their album, Infest. Rage Against the Machine's debut album back on the charts after 30 years. Why? We'll talk about that. Plus, on this day of music history trivia, weekly WTF and more. New albums out today, 19th of June, 2020. We got new albums out from Bob Dylan from Braids, Gum Country, Japan Droids, a live album from that. It's called uh, Massey Fucking Hall. Massey Hall is in Toronto, I know, and those guys are from Toronto. That's a, probably a pretty cool album. Jason Mraz, Lamb of God, has a self-titled album out today. Maya Hawk, Neil Young is releasing an album called Homegrown Today. It's an unreleased album from 1974. That's awesome. I'd love to check that out. Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Roy Ayers, and Tanaya Taylor all have new music out today, so check that out. All right, tour news today, kicking it off with some news about Riot Fest announcing their dates for 2021, September 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Wait a minute, that's four days. Yeah, they've added another day, including a special secret show on Thursday that you can only get access to if you order by July 16th. It's a first-ever Thursday preview party. It's just for you, and you can't buy a ticket for it later. It'll feature sets from mystery bands, carnival rides, first dibs on merch, and more. That sounds pretty cool. Thursday night uh, preview party. Kind of taking a, a book or a page out of Coachella's book. Coachella does that. They have a Thursday party before everything kicks off with like a DJ set and you have access to merch. So there you go, riotfest.org. And it looks like headlining next year's event will be Smashing Pumpkins, My Chemical Romance, Run the Jewels, The Pixies, Sublime with Rome, Dirty Heads, L7, All American Rejects, and more. You guys can check out that lineup announcement at riotfest.org. All right, looks like uh, in more tour news this week, KISS co-founder Ace Freely has announced a string of summer and fall dates with special social distancing practices set to be enforced at the shows. Uh, Ace Freely tour dates are as follows. August 6th in Warrendale, Pennsylvania. August 7th, Warren, Ohio. September 18th in Houston, Texas. October 10th in Indiana. And October 23rd, Atlantic City, New Jersey. So uh, apparently these social distancing practices are going to be taken, I guess, by each state and their kind of local authorities, according to the website. Um, So we'll just have to see how those happen. But at least you're going to get out and see some live music, even if it's only like 20 people in the crowd. Hey, you know, you get to go out and see Ace Freely in an intimate setting. That sounds pretty awesome. So check that out. 
Also in tour news, My Chemical Romance have announced their rescheduled tour dates for 2021. My Chemical Romance has rescheduled all of their tour dates for the North American tour. One of them that was of note uh, will be the uh, rescheduled date for Aftershock Festival. Aftershock Festival is still going on in uh, California as we as we know it. It has not been rescheduled. It has not been canceled. It's supposed to take place October 9th through the uh, 11th of this year. has not been canceled. No postponement yet. And that date is missing from uh, My Chemical Romance's rescheduled dates. There is no rescheduled Sacramento date as of right now. So that's kind of interesting. I'm wondering if they're still holding out hope that the, the festival could still be put on somehow, some way, uh, or if they just can't reschedule that date yet due to the uh, the clause with the festival. So not sure on that, but all of the other dates for My Chemical Romance have been rescheduled. If you guys bought tickets, make sure you keep an eye out on your email from Live Nation. They're going to give you some details on how you can get a refund if you need one. Papa Roach looks like they're going to be playing their album Infest in full for a special streaming event. It's called Infest in Studio, a virtually ticketed live HD broadcast set to take place tomorrow, guys, June 20th, 5 p.m. Eastern time from Sacramento. The program will feature the band featuring uh, performing its breakthrough 2000 album Infest live in its entirety to celebrate the 20th anniversary. Also will be uh, featured discussions, reflections in a unique studio environment. So there you go. Uh, you also get a physical commemorative ticket for the event fulfilled after the uh, performance. It starts at fourteen ninety nine. There's some other uh, and everything apparently goes to Doctors Without Borders and the World Federation for Mental Health. That, so that's pretty cool. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate... The brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus, 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Buster Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, who's playing James? Has James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. All right, looks like Ozzy has given us an update on his latest recovery status. He says that he is slowly getting better after suffering, of course, from several medical issues last year, including a fall, neck surgery, hospitalization for the flu. The poor guy couldn't catch a break. Uh, and he recently appeared on Sharon's daily talk show, The Talk. 
Here's what he said, quote, I've never been at home this long in my whole career, so I've had a chance to see my wife's side of the fence more than me being on the road, so it's had its moments, I must confess. He said, I'm getting better, it's a slow process, but I'm getting there slowly but surely, end quote. Ozzy released his first solo album in a decade, Ordinary Man, just before the pandemic struck. But tentative tour plans were put on hold, both due to his recovery and the spread of COVID-19. Apparently, he wanted to record another album as well. And he was really frustrated that he couldn't get in the studio to record with all the people that he wanted. So uh, just a bummer, but better safe than sorry, right? All right, some more rock news for you. Nirvana's first national magazine cover shoot is going up for auction at Julian's Auctions. Seems like they're auctioning off everything in the Nirvana world these days. It's uh, really hot. Uh, Okay, so here's the deal. It was their first shoot with a national magazine. It was with Spin Magazine in January of 1992. It's now the subject of this auction that will take place actually today and tomorrow. The photo shoot took place just months after the release of Nirvana's breakthrough album Nevermind with the Seattle Trio's LP knocking Michael Jackson's Dangerous off of the top of the Billboard chart and setting off a cultural phenomenon. That was a huge deal uh, when Nirvana was at the top of the charts beating out Michael Jackson. And people were like, who is this band Nirvana? So anyway, uh, that's up for auction this weekend, so check it out. Speaking of rock magazines, I thought this was really cool. Uh, Cream magazine. You guys remember Cream? C-R-E-E-M. America's only rock and roll magazine. That was their slogan. This is really cool, and apparently it's a crowdfunded documentary, and it's been uh, blowing minds across the indie film festival circuit later, uh, lately, excuse me. And it features uh, a bunch of musicians on there: Alice Cooper, Iggy Pop, Bob Seger, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Michael Stipe, Wayne Kramer. I mean, the list goes on and on, uh, and they all kind of like talk about how influential and important Cream Magazine was back then in the late '60s and early '70s. They feature brilliant era-defining rock writers as Lester Bangs, uh, Greil Marcus, Susan Whittale, and more, Patti Smith, Cameron Crowe, which of course the movie was based on um, uh, about his life as the writer, Cameron Crowe, uh, Richard Meltzer, David Marsh, who back in 1971, that was the first to coin the term punk rock uh, on that magazine, Cream. So very cool. That uh, documentary is coming out in theaters in August. I don't know how they're going to do that release with all this stuff going on. Hopefully it'll hit digital pretty soon and we could check it out at our houses. All right, uh, more rock news. Deftones confirming plans for the 20th anniversary edition of their 2000 album White Pony, along with a bonus alternate disc a brand new remixes dubbed Black Stallion. This is interesting. Chino Moreno said in a new interview, quote, We're going to be releasing later in the year a reissue of the record, and we're going to do it sort of a split side of the record, a remixed version of it titled Black Stallion. So we have a bunch of different people on it, uh, some that actually inspired some of the writing on the record itself, the original album. So it's it's kind of come full circle, end quote. Only one contributor, DJ Shadow, is confirmed, while the rest of the participants in a release date are yet to be announced. White Pony was released 20 years ago this Saturday, June 20th. It's widely considered Deftones' finest effort to date. The million-selling disc yielded the top three rock track change in the House of Flies. Of course, that was huge. I remember it came out my junior year in high school. That was a huge album. Um, And also some more Deftones news. 
Deftones drummer Abe Cunningham revealed why the album Eros has not been released. That was their long shelf 2008 album, the last to feature bassist Chi Chang before a car crash, uh, car crash put him in a coma that lasted until his death in 2013. That album was never completed. Here's what Abe Cunningham had to say. He said, quote, It was never completed, and that's what people don't get. Like, what, you're just sitting on it? I mean, no, we're not just sitting on it. We never finished it. There's a lot to attach to it as well, you know? And I understand that people are passionate about that, and they want to hear Chi's last musical contribution, but we have to figure out the right way to do it, end quote. Um, So, you know, they were thinking about maybe doing like an EP or releasing a song or two. They just haven't figured out the right way. And, of course, all the money should be going to uh, his family. So they got to set that up properly, and hopefully they'll get that going on uh, very soon. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. Oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah, because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that "I don't give a fuck" mentality. Yeah, on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with with your own um with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So thank you, crow. All right, so Alter Bridge uh, singer Miles Kennedy has announced that he has finished all the music for a second solo album. He told Download TV over the past weekend, quote, Next solo record is pretty much done, so I'm excited about it. I've been able to get something done during this time and also hang out with my family, which has been wonderful. He He was asked on how his new solo album will be different from his 2018 solo debut. He said, quote, well, it's definitely a little more plugged in as far as the overall approach. Uh, His earlier album, he said, quote, it leaned heavily on the acoustic side of things, and it definitely has a blues vibe. The new one is much more plugged in, electric, it rocks a little harder, and there's going to be a lot of guitar silliness on it, end quote. That sounds kind of cool. So it's going to be coming out later this year. More rock news. It looks like Seether is going to be releasing a new single called Dangerous, according to the band's guitarist vocalist Sean Morgan. A short preview of the clip of the song was made available at the end of Morgan's recent YouTube live chat and acoustic session this past Sunday. Uh, Dangerous will be included on Seether's recently completed eighth album, which is tentatively due out in the summer. So check out that YouTube uh, acoustic session that he did on his official YouTube channel for Sean Morgan of Seether uh, to check that one out. Uh, All right, guys, some more rock news. Black Sabbath is getting into the merch game and donating to Black Lives Matter as they have designed a shirt the same style as the band's iconic 1971 album Master of Reality. The inspiration actually came from Rage Against the Machine's Tom Morello, who was sporting his own unofficial bootleg version of the shirt in an Instagram photo. It's, you know, the the Master of Reality font, and it says uh, Black Lives Matter. So Tony Iommi saw that on Instagram, uh, and as well as Geezer Butler. And Geezer but- Butler actually commented on the photo. He said, quote, nice shirt and nice sentiment and awesome mum, 
Within a week, Black Sabbath recreated the shirt as an official merchandise item, put it up for sale on Black Sabbath's official website. 100% of the profits go into the Black Lives Matter organization. It is available for pre-order now and expected to ship on July 14th. It's pretty darn cool. That's a one-of-a-kind shirt, and it's cool that Black Sabbath's officially making those now. All right, some uh, more rock news. Corey Taylor from Slipknot is uh, penning the foreword for a new book coming out about the 1980s hard rock scene. It's called Nothing But a Good Time. It's an upcoming book about that time, a music explosion of the 1980s. Aside from the intro by, quote, an avowed glam metal fanatic, uh, Corey Taylor, end quote, the bulk of this page, uh, 576-page oral history of this book. Wow, that is a lot. Uh, That is a huge book. It apparently just has over 200 new and unreleased interviews with members of Van Halen, Motley Crue, Poison, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row, and more. Uh, That's pretty awesome. So it's coming out March 2021. So there you go. Uh, Speaking of Corey Taylor, his new solo album is going to be coming out. And recently did an interview at NotFest.com about this new solo album. He described it as, quote, something I was planning to do anyway next year, but I figured this was the time to do it. Why not try and do it? Me and my band quarantined. So we social distanced for about two weeks, including our producer who I worked with and the people at the studio I recorded at. He went on to say, quote, it's just stuff that I've kind of have floating around that I didn't really fit with either band. It just had different energy and a different vibe. Uh, He said, quote, it's everything I wanted it to be. There's some Slade in there, some Johnny Cash, some Alice in Chains. Everything on this album is a hybrid of all these different genres that I'm really into, end quote. So there you go. Corey Taylor from Slipknot, new solo album coming out. Sounds interesting. Uh, Metallica apparently has been working on their new music via Zoom. (laughs) It's an interesting time. A lot of these bands doing this stuff online. Uh, Lars Ulrich said in a new interview, uh, he was asked about how making a quarantine album would be different from a normal one. And he said, quote, so far, at least the sonic side of it and the practical elements are in surprisingly good shape. So now we just got to figure out how much we can create without being in the same space, end quote. That's tough, you know. A lot of bands, you know, have created albums like that in the past uh, where they've recorded it at different studios, send over his guitar part, you put the vocals over it. It just doesn't have the same feel to it, you know, as, as a band cohesively in the studio doing it together. But still, regardless, I think it's a cool idea and a cool way for the band to just stay busy and put those new ideas to tape. All right, uh, also another band doing that, recording new music via Zoom, is Dirty Honey. They've been recording and demoing new material at their home studio in L.A. with producer Nick Didia consulting the van uh, via Zoom. So the group hopes to record its first full-length album in either Los Angeles or Australia, although plans to travel, obviously, have been canceled. So they're kind of stuck in L.A. They've been doing this Zoom meeting with the producer, trying to get the album out, uh, so we'll just see how that goes. All right, that's it for Rock News this week. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? 
I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as hamburger man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tedley Sweeney do as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberback as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. Uh, We got some trivia for you right now, though. On this day, on this week in rock and roll history trivia, June 19th, 2003. All right, set the Wayback Machine. What is that, 17 years ago? This band cancels its entire world tour, scheduling to start that night in Italy. The band later breaks up on this day, June 19th, 2003. Was it A, Velvet Revolver, B, The White Stripes, or C, Zwan? What do you think it was? It was Zwan, led by former Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan. He canceled the entire world tour the night of the show. It was supposed to kick off in Italy. There was a bunch of tensions in the group. The band later breaks up uh, about a week or two later. Uh, yeah, that was a weird band anyway. I remember when that album came out. It was like, dude, why don't you just get it together with the Smashing Pumpkins? And You know, he, he's a hard guy to work with, what I've seen uh, over the years, uh, according to a lot of his bandmates, so... No surprise there, really. All right, some more on this week in music history trivia. June 19th, 2001. Let's uh, go back to there during a party at the home of this band's drummer. He was having a party for his younger son, his four-year-old son. Uh, So here's the thing. He had a bunch of little friends over, right? And this other four-year-old kid drowned in the swimming pool. The boy's parents later sue him and his estranged wife, but ultimately lose the case. So what band was the drummer in that happened at his house during this pool party? Was it A, Crazy Town, B, Limp Bizkit, or C, Motley Crue? Yes, it was Motley Crue's during a birthday party at the home of Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee for his son. He had a bunch of guests over there. 
and four-year-old Daniel Carvin Varis drowned in Tommy Lee's swimming pool. The boy's parents later sue Lee and his estranged wife, Pamela Anderson, for negligence, but ultimately lose the case. Super tragic, though, right? Just crazy. Uh, All right, guys, let's move on to some movie and TV entertainment news this week. This was a really cool, interesting story. Apparently, Kurt Wimmer, uh, who is this uh, great director, he managed to wrap production on Children of the Corn. That's right. The Stephen King originals, Children of the Corn. He filmed it entirely during lockdown. The reimagining of Stephen King's classic short story, which has already inspired 10 feature films, was shot in Australia. The cast includes, uh, I don't know these actors and actresses, and I'm sure you really don't know them either, uh, but it sounds interesting. They recorded it in Australia during this quarantine lockdown, and it's going to be coming out next year. New Children of the Corn movie. Very cool. Speaking of movies filming, Jurassic World will now resume filming uh, on July 6th in the UK. Pre-production was halted in March, of course, due to all this stuff. When production resumes, safety procedures such as temperature checks and extra cleanings will be implemented to the tune of $5 million, insiders tell Variety. So there you go. They got to go through a two-week quarantine to even begin shooting, but they're going to start that in July 6th. Just a side note, uh, I I read this story that um, the adult talk show guiding light they're filming their intimate scenes like you know when someone's making out on a bed or having some kind of close contact with someone it's not actually another person because of the the restrictions and the quarantine stuff it's a blow-up sex doll they're using blow-up sex dolls on daytime television to film the sex and uh kissing scenes right now so fun fact next time you're watching that uh it's a blow-up doll Uh, All right, some more movie TV entertainment news as the 2021 Oscars are postponed. They've been postponed. They were originally take place next year, February 28th. It's been moved a couple months now to April 25th. So there you go, Oscars postponed. Uh, Pete Davidson's The King of Staten Island had its release last week of that movie uh, that was Judd Apatow directed and written. But uh, apparently it was released only on video. Uh, there was a bunch of theaters that uh, sold tickets to it, and uh, one of the theater owners said, quote, this caused a considerable amount of bad ill with customers who bought tickets online showing up for the Thursday 7 p.m. show to only find out that it was canceled and pulled from the theaters. I was uh, going to watch it, but it was 20 bucks. I'm like, shit, man, that doesn't look good enough to me to spend 20 bucks to see that movie. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to have to wait till it goes on sale or something. I ain't paying 20 for that. All right, some uh, more movie TV entertainment news. Uh, It was a huge landmark on Monday this week from the Supreme Court. Declared it illegal for an employer to fire someone because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Congrats. That's a major, major step forward in the right direction for the LGBTQ community and us as a whole. So very cool. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Because all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve 
Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea. Krill Reserve. Um, all right, some more news. Weekly WTF, this new pet food claims to reduce cat allergens by up to 47%. I thought this was worth mentioning. If you guys are allergic to cats or you know someone that's allergic to cats, apparently it all has to do with the cat's saliva that is responsible for allergens. It stops it from being passed on to the fur. So this new formula, it's called Pro Plan Live Clear, and it could be a game changer for the one in five adults who report having a sensitivity to cat allergens. So they're making progress. That's kind of cool. Some news around the world. Atlantic City has lifted the ban on drinking alcohol on the boardwalk. Uh-oh. It's it's about to go crazy there in Atlantic City. They're trying to find ways to increase business and tourism amid this pandemic. The casino's still closed. Restaurants not allowed to offer indoor dining. Bar and restaurant owners are thrilled by the change, hoping allowing drinking on the boardwalk will create a party atmosphere like famous ones in New Orleans and Key West. The mayor's executive order requires drinks to have been bought at a licensed establishment and be in cups with the name or logo of that place and also be in no longer than or no larger than 16 ounce cups. The move is temporary, ending in either November or New Jersey uh, when they end the restrictions on bars. So that's an interesting way around it. It's got to have the logo of that place that you bought it. You can't just be walking around with a can of Coors Light. So interesting. I have to see how that goes. Uh, so a lot of businesses closing these days, and the latest one filing bankruptcy, Chuck E. Cheese. Going to have to sell all of its stores. Popular kids' restaurant Chuck E. Cheese has been closed for months, and now locations may never reopen. On Friday, the band behind the chain, CEC Entertainment, announced it's nearly $1 billion in debt, and its attempt to get a loan to keep the business afloat did not happen. The Texas-based restaurant currently operates 610 locations in 47 states. Holy moly. I didn't know they still had that many Chuck E. Cheeses uh, nationwide, but apparently they do. Uh, All right, so weekly WTF, uh, more stuff. Millions of gallons of stale, stale beer cause trouble for the industry. I'm like, what? Stale beer? Yeah, because the issue is that compared to other alcoholic beverages, beer has a relatively short shelf life. As businesses now start to reopen, the beer makers and distributors are trying to figure out how to safely discard of the surplus stale beer. Many companies are looking uh, for environmentally friendly ways to dump gallons of stale beer, and some beer makers are reportedly using stale beer to help with energy production, while some are turning it into hand sanitizer. Crazy, huh? Just uh, nuts to think about that stuff. All right. <laughs> Another weekly WTF. Swarm of mayflies so huge it's spotted on a weather satellite. Holy moly, this was over La Crosse, Wisconsin. They shared a video of this swarm of bugs uh, spreading from the Mississippi River across the Wisconsin border recently. Uh, residents in Northeast Ohio were plagued by a swarm of mayflies last year. It actually was so big, it showed up on the weather radar as some kind of weather event, but it was just a huge swarm of flies. So there you go. That finishes it up for me this week. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up, nine different platforms, thegaragerockshow.com. We filled you in this week on a bunch of great stories. Uh, uh, you know, Riot Fest announcing their lineup for their 2021 event. Ozzy giving an update on his recovery. Deftones announcing their plans for the 20th anniversary of White Pony. Ace Freely of Kiss announcing that COVID-friendly tour. Papa Roach streaming 20th anniversary of Infest. Rage Against the Machines debut album back on the charts after 30 years. And we let you know all the new releases that came out today. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. We always do appreciate it. Give us a like and a follow on our Facebook, social media, Instagram, all that stuff. And rate us in the Apple Podcast uh, Store if you guys enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next week. Stay safe out there. Have a good one, guys. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com